what up what up what's going on folks welcome to episode number 33 uh, episode number 33 of the sponsor day podcast i'm your host tony ortiz thank you very much for listening this episode is another free writing session episode of the podcast and hope you guys enjoy it i'm gonna speak about a few things uh, in the intro uh, which will include, but not limited to, the Mets and fucking disappointment. Uh, the Sacred Science documentary that I saw recently, Chinatown, uh, the movie that I saw recently. A couple of entries from the Tao Te Ching that I'm reading right now uh, that I wanted to share with you guys that resonated with me. Uh, making my niece's birthday cake for her, for her first birthday and just her whole... Uh, Halloween-themed birthday party experience, which is pretty cool. A cool new YouTube channel that I stumbled upon that you guys might enjoy. And some new pictures that I took recently using my camera. Obviously, though, right? Like, what the fuck else do you take pictures with? But, I mean, my like, actual, like, camera photography, camera camera, not just, like, cell phone pics or whatever. And it will be followed by a couple... Uh, free writing posts located at sponsor.com forward slash free writing and that I'm gonna uh, pretty much read to you guys and reflect on and they are actually a couple of more recent posts uh, not posts recent uh, pieces that I wrote a couple days ago actually uh, that I liked and wanted to share with you guys um, in previous episodes I, I read like usually like older stuff uh, that I haven't seen in a while and uh, this time I decided to switch it up a little bit and give you guys something a little fresher. All right, so the fucking Mets, man. They finally made it to the World Series since 2000. Um, and fuck, man, they were they were they were doing so well throughout the the entire postseason, and they were so on point. They they had like that it factor going for them. I had fucking Queens and other the rest of uh. New York fans that weren't fucking Yankee fans. Um, gassed, <laughs> basically. And they they did well, man, in the World Series. I mean, they lost four games to one. But um, at least, I think, th- three. Three of those games. The, fir- the first, not the first game. Was it the first game? Yeah, the first game in Kansas City. Or the, no, the second game in Kansas City, I think it was. They should have won. They um just fell apart at the end. Same thing with the which one the first or second game. No, they won the first game at home, lost the second game at home, and that was another one that they fucked up. That was like Murphy's uh error. Uh fielding error. And Familia fucked up with closing the game out. Um and that game and the one before. And the last one also. Which I don't know what the hell happened. He's like so like clutch. Like he comes in to like finish the game, and I don't know. Kansas City. I mean, give it up to them. They were just fucking hitting everything and anything. And literally in the eighth and ninth innings, like just coming back to either tie it to push it to extra innings, and then you know our, our bullpen wasn't enough for for um, the way Kansas City was hitting and shit like that. So I don't know. Fucking suck. But whatever. It was pretty cool to see them in the World Series. Um. And it would have been nice to see them go all the way, but they didn't. So, hats off to Kansas City and all their fans out there. It's been fucking 30 years since they won a World Series. And 29 for us, so don't feel too bad for them. And um, uh, they definitely deserve it. They went to the World Series last year against San Francisco, and they lost. So, this year, they you know they got to pretty much redeem redeem themselves, uh, which is pretty cool. They're, like That's a pretty cool story, I guess. Wouldn't have been as cool as uh, if the Mets would have won, but whatever, right? And let's see. Aside from that, I wanted to tell you guys about this cool documentary that I saw. I found interesting. I It's called where is it? The Sacred Science Documentary. And I stumbled upon it. Um, because of a website that that I read every once in a while, 
uh, called reset.me reset.me and what that website is is and I'll read you guys like the little about me description here is reset.me provides accurate journalism on natural therapies and medicines to enhance the mind body and spirit reset strives to help expand consciousness and spread more love around the world the team behind reset dot me endeavors to build a community that connects like-minded individuals worldwide to promote the sharing of knowledge and experiences reset your mind reset your life and the way this and just to give you an idea of like the i read read you guys a couple of the the headline articles here uh, or like top stories or whatever this one here called psilocybin switches off part of brain that causes depression 15 natural remedies for the treatment of acid reflux and ulcers uh, new book explains marijuana laws for every u.s state uh, let's see a couple more here new canadian prime minister promises to legalize marijuana uh, another one here is what to do about cancer diagnosis treatment and survival Another one is how a schizophrenic drug addict reclaimed his life with Iboga. Uh, keep your brain sharp for life with healthy oils, like coconut oil and um, extra virgin olive oil, like stuff like that, whatever. Guys, check it out if you want to. Reset.me. The interesting, like this, uh, like site and this whole, I guess, like movement you can call it, came about from uh amber lion which was a cnn uh journalist and reporter uh three-time emmy award-winning journalist actually for cnn who pretty much got fired for like stumbling upon and then revealing to the public that cnn was like taking not not bribes is not the right word but well i guess it's kind of like window dressed or whatever but kind of boils down to being like kind of like a bribe or or whatever it was monetarily influenced by certain like middle eastern countries with um they would like pay money for like ads and and like commercial space or something like that and um to try to like skew the types of of pieces that that would come out about certain countries and she was saying she was suggesting that uh sensationalism and hype and just like pretty much propaganda uh was being used to push america into a war with iran and um and stuff like that and you you guys could you know read a bunch of articles on this stuff i recommend uh where i first heard of her was on the Joe Rogan Experience podcast, and they had like a three-hour conversation about all this shit. Obviously, I hear from the the uh, horse's mouth and see what you guys think about it. But whatever, she pretty much went from that, getting fired from there, uh, having a conversation with Rogan, who mentioned, um, I think it was ayahuasca to her, and she wanted she had never heard of it or whatever. She wound up taking a trip to the jungle and trying ayahuasca and, you know, completely changed and transformed her life. And now she's on, like, she's a fucking, like, a, like a missionary for fucking um, all this type of, like, plant healing and, like, stuff like that. So her site was promoting this documentary, um, which I think you could still see for free. They gave, like, you know, everybody who signs up to their, like, newsletter or whatever on the site a free, a free um, preview or whatever of the movie and not preview a free screening of the movie um so decided to see it and you guys could check it out at thesacredscience.com i think it's still free uh, depending on when you hear this um podcast episode uh but check it out it's pretty interesting shit i'm just gonna read you guys straight from the website here of thesacredscience.com and i'll put a link obviously in the episode notes for this episode uh, so that you guys uh, can visit it. You know, you don't have to write it down or anything. Just check out the episode notes uh, later on. And there's uh, a link to the Sacred Science documentary. And this is what it's about. 
even though there is documented proof that these jungle medicines are extremely effective, the research and patenting process takes so long that most of us will not live to see them used here in the modern world. That's where my team and I drew the line. We decided to take action. After a ton of preparation and research, we decided to bring eight people with eight different illnesses deep into the Amazon rainforest to work with indigenous healers for 30 days. Once we put the word out to the public, we quickly had over 400 applications from people around the world, each desperate to find an answer to their illness. The patients we chose were suffering from the following illnesses. Parkinson's disease, breast cancer, Crohn's disease, diabetes, depression, prostate cancer, neuroendocrine cancer, IBS, um, which is what? uh, Irritable bowel syndrome, and more. I won't spoil the ending, but we'll say this. The healing breakthroughs in this film will surprise you, blah, blah, blah. Um, It says here, our mission is to bring this ancient healing knowledge to the people who need it most, while at the same time honoring the indigenous communities that still hold this sacred healing wisdom. The regions of the world where this medicine still exists are being destroyed at an alarming pace, and these tribes need all the support that they can get. So that's what it's about. It was a pretty interesting watch. I think it's like an hour long, maybe a little bit more. And um, you see these eight people that they took into into uh, the jungle. You know, some of them you know wig out, and um, some just take to take to the situation, the surrounding. You know, being smack in the middle of the jungle, no technology, no nothing in like little huts with fucking insects and stuff like that all over the place and like bland food and um, just going through these like natural um, medicines and treatments and meditations and you know the whole nine Um, and you get to you know follow them through that process some of them claim to have had like great success uh, with it so you know there was a doctor that would come every so often throughout the 30 days and like measure their levels like one of the guys that had diabetes supposedly his diabetes disappeared um within like two weeks and he did he was like really uncomfortable there because of like the whole insect thing and stuff like that and he bounced um after that and then they showed like follow-up reports of after people left and met with their personal doctors and you know posted that stuff and Stuff like that. Uh, I mean, take it with a grain of salt, obviously, but I enjoy seeing seeing things that, I guess, show the possibility of other options that are out there uh, for stuff, you know, stuff like this. I don't think that any one entity... You know, being, you know, whether large pharma or, or whoever have all the answers to all the ailments that we have. Obviously, they don't. People die every day of a lot of different shit. People suffer from a lot of different things. And uh, there's like in this in insane amount of uh, like a really high percentage. I don't know what it is. But I know it's when I heard it, I was like, what? It can't be that much. It was like 75, 80, 90 percent or something like that of like medicines derived from uh and like real like approved for not real like chemical fucking pharmaceutical drugs and like mainstream shit come from um derivatives of like certain plants and and roots and shit like that that's found in jungles like this like the amazon and stuff so um and there's another stat that says that we've um, been able to go through or discover or or research, I think, like, 15% of the plant, the different types of, like, plant life that are in the jungle. So it's, like, just an immense amount of, like, possibilities and, and stuff like that. And, you know, there's different, different cultures, different ancient rituals and stuff like that that believe completely different things than 
than uh, we do, like Western medicine and culture and stuff like that. And why not give them a shot? You know, why not look into them? Why not, you know, just see, see what they have to offer? You know, if there's an ounce of truth in any of the, of uh, like these eight people that went through this this journey, um, it's something worth shedding a light on. You know, if people that like just like this lady Amber Lyon that started the whole Reset That Me, you know, website, it was going through like deep depression after getting fired from CNN and like all that stuff, and her life was going through a tailspin, and you know, had a couple of ayahuasca experiences and completely turned her life around and shit like that like I don't know I just find it interesting there's other shit out there and and I applaud people like this that um, you know do documentaries and write articles and research this stuff and uh, bring it to us and uh, like I said you guys can check that out at thesacredscience.com and again, Amber Lyons' uh, website is reset.me, and I'm pretty sure she has a podcast also, probably called the same thing, reset.me, or reset me, or something like that. Um, but you guys can check that out as well. Uh, what else? I recently saw the movie Chinatown, which was one of Jack Nicholson's first movies, and it was a really good movie. Roman. What's his name? Roman Polanski or something like that uh, directed it. And he's a sick fuck. He has like a sick story, right? Um, which I, like I had heard of it before. And then when I saw the name, I like Googled him um, just to just to see again. But he's like um, uh, like a decorated uh, director, writer. And he directed this movie. He also, I'm trying to think of what other ones he did there's like another like big movie or two I go with them um Roman Polanski <laughs> bear with me guys I'm just checking it out so I can tell you guys what he's done <clears throat> he won Academy Award for Best Foreign Film. He's won five Oscars. Done a lot of shit, this motherfucker. And, oh, he, he does it. Uh, I forgot about this part of the story. His wife was murdered by members of the Manson family. That has to be some fucking sick, traumatic shit. Um... Let's see, he did Rosemary's Baby, The Tenant, Chinatown, obviously, which I just mentioned, um, The Pianist, uh, Oliver Twist in 2005, um, so he's done, done a lot of shit, right? He fucking raped like a 13-year-old girl or some sick shit like that and then wound up fleeing to France, or I think France, whatever, I closed it out, um, he fled the country after that, basically, and, uh, to a country that has no extradition, and he's been, you know, just continuing to do movies and shit ever since, and, you know, apologize for what he did, you know, 20 or 30 years ago, that was, um, but just f fucking sick, twisted story from his wife getting murdered by Manson's family, and then raping a little girl, and fucking just running away to another country, apologizing and just living his life. <laughs> it's fucking weird, fucking sick laws that we have in this fucking, this world. Um, let's see. So, yeah, it was a pretty good movie. I wanted to see it because it's been mentioned um, to be a, a good movie. But the main reason why I wanted to see it is because I was reading a few, like... Um, uh, I don't know, posts or I don't know what you would call it, but like lists, oh yeah, lists of top ten 
uh, not top 10, of top um, uh, screenplays of all time. And Chinatown was like number one on pretty much all of them. And I wanted to check out the movie. I downloaded the screenplay to actually read it and, you know, see how it was written and stuff. And, and um, you know, just take a look at it. Um, but the movie was pretty good. I liked it. It had, like, really interesting twists in it. And I enjoyed watching it. So I'm going to read the screenplay now. Probably should have read it before watching the movie, but... Uh, I want to read to see what all the fuss is about and see what I can learn from it. If you guys Google, you know, Chinatown screenplay, um, it's readily available and downloadable online. Uh, the original screenplay, which again was written by Robert Town in like 1974, if I'm not mistaken, was the third draft of of the screenplay. And let's see. My niece's first birthday party, Time Flies. She's already one years old. Um, it was this past weekend. Um, we celebrated a, like a Halloween birthday party for her. Um, there was a, like a shitload of little kids in costumes, you know, having fun, having a great time. I made her cake. I like baking. And... Um, not that I do it too well, but I enjoy doing it. And my brother and his girl asked me if I could, and I did. And I thought the cake came out pretty dope, actually, like the the decoration of it. Um, took forever to do because it was like a monster theme um, uh, birthday party. And I wanted to make the cake look like a monster you know like it looked like wound up looking like a muppet baby type of like monster whatever and i found a a cool youtube video that showed how to use that um i don't know what the thing is called that squeezing thing that you put like the the icing on um and how to use that to make like little strands that look like hair you know like a monster hair or whatever and yeah it uh it fucking took forever to do but it was well worth it it came out pretty dope uh the party was awesome and obviously she's not gonna remember any of it because she's one years old but you know she'll be able to look back on all the pictures and and uh see everything that was done for her and appreciate it you know, in the future, when she gets a little bit older, and all the other kids had a blast too, which which is the important part. Uh, so that was really cool. I found a YouTube channel that I stumbled upon, which is pretty dope. I also put a link to it uh, in the episode notes if you guys want to check that out. And it's uh, the YouTube channel is from Evan Carmichael and what he does is he uh, I I think he has like different I guess not episodes but different um, video themes Um, the one that I watched a bunch of was top 10 rules for success and what he does is that he takes different uh, people like Will Smith Kobe Bryant Eminem Jay-Z 50 Cent Warren Buffett Bill Gates um, uh, Richard Branson, Elon Musk, and uh, Oprah—a shitload of people, and all the su- successful people that you could think of—and he, from different interviews that they've had, different things that they've said, he strings together like a top ten list that he himself like compiles based on you know these different interviews and like stuff like that, and. Uh, he names them the top 10 rules for success um, of each of these individual people. So there's the top 10 of Will Smith's rules, the top 10 of Eminem's rules, um, uh, top 10 of Michael Jordan's rules, uh, like stuff like that. And it's pretty cool. Each one is probably like 10 to 15, 20 minutes long. Um, you had a Jackie Chan one, Bruce Lee, anybody you could think of. And on Schwarzenegger, 
and it was pretty dope and you know it shows like them like he lists them out like on the left hand side like one by one as they come up and he shows clips of the different interviews of uh the actual people so you see the like them speaking about it and and uh it's pretty dope i recommend it check it out if you like stuff like that i do um and it's interesting to see the different the common denominators between all of these you know different brilliant like minds and uh, try to take from that and learn from it and and incorporate it into yourself and try to like emulate it in some sense and just just from like an observatory uh level just to see what traits like they have in common and uh, amongst the most common were do what you love it sounds like cliche and stuff um but if you hear them like get into it and explain it and stuff like that um it helps resonate it helps make it sound like not just like a topical thing like oh do we love um listen to it and and you'll see what i'm talking about hopefully um but it it was do what you love work hard and what else i think those were two of the main ones that stood out the most um just like not giving up and just busting your ass and working hard and being consistent and finding and doing something that you love and really enjoy doing two of my favorites were uh will smith's and kobe bryant's both were super dope will smith's made me cry like a little bitch uh at the end of it just because they like one of the uh top tens they said was be great at what you do and they show like a super powerful scene that i remember used to make me choke up and shit when i used to see it on uh the fresh prince it was an episode with uh his father when his father comes and his like biological father and then he leaves him again at the end and he starts crying and shit and telling uncle phil like how come he doesn't want me and stuff like that and it's a powerful scene and you just seen that scene like what a dope actor um he was already and obviously uh, continued to be and uh that one was a really good one uh will smith's and kobe bryant's was just excellent excellent and i recommend it a lot uh, but all of them were really good so check that out again the youtube channel is evan carmichael spelled c-a-r-m-i-c-h-a-e-l and uh, i gotta check out the rest of them the rest of the different like video themes that he has and i believe the channel is called evan carmichael if not it's called modeling the masters one of the two because that's the youtube link that i put in the episode notes modeling the masters but yeah uh check it out and let me know what you guys think so the other day i took off from work and you know you got like a certain number of days to take off in the year and um well at least for me if i don't use them i lose them uh type of deal so just gotta take like random days towards the end of the year of days that i hadn't taken yet and i took a day off just to chill relax nothing really planned you know run errands and shit like that and decided to uh take my camera put it to use because i've been using it as much as i would like and go to forest park here in queens which is uh, nearby where i live and right now it's fall it's the beginning of november uh but when i did this was like two weeks ago so um mid-october and it's fall you know there's a lot of like leaves falling and uh, cool colors and shit like that and uh i had a day off and decided to take uh, like half hour um which doesn't sound like much but it's i guess just like in the sense of actually like doing something and doing it um shaking things up a little bit and not just sticking to the strict regimen of running errands and and doing stuff like that and just saying you know last minute like fuck it let me go let me just go to the park what else do i have to fucking do it was like a monday afternoon early afternoon and um went to the park and took a 
bunch of pictures that came out pretty dope. I really like them. And they are located for your viewing pleasure on my website. as all the other pictures that I like that I label photography. And you can check that out at spuntoday.com forward slash photography. I think there's about 15 new pictures that I put up on there, all of which were taken at Forest Park. You'll notice them from fucking all of them are like trees and leaves and like stuff like that. So whatever. I like uh, landscape type pictures and shit. And they make for good like screensavers and stuff like that. If you guys want to check them out there, download them for free. And um, uh, you can also check them out like on my Facebook page. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash spun today or on my Instagram at spun today on Instagram as well. And all the pictures are um, on each of those platforms. And also, if you like any of them a lot and would like to help support the podcast, you can do so by going to created.com, C-R-A-T-E-D.com forward slash spun today. And that's a site that I'm affiliated with that um, pretty much does like posters of my photography and or uh, canvases or if you want um, like a frame and um, you know all different sizes small medium large and uh, check it out prices are, are reasonable and um, if you like them that much you can order stuff from there or like I said if you just want them like screen servers and shit like that for your phone or the desktop of your computer you can uh, that's what I use it for I have uh, one as my screensaver right now, one of my screens of my computer. And not going to vain, but because I think the picture came out dope and, you know, had other people's shit, pictures and stuff on my computer, why not my own? So, uh, yeah, you guys can download them for free if you like. Um, but anyway, moral of the story is, you know, break out from your routine every once in a while. And look around and enjoy it. Ferris Bueller would be proud. And just do different shit. With different things that you didn't uh, otherwise have planned. And sometimes it works out for the best that way. So before going on to reading um, my posts that I wanted to reference in this episode... I want to read to you guys. I'm reading uh, the book that I'm still reading right now because I don't read as much as I should or as much as I want to. I don't make the time for it. Um, but I am reading uh, Tao Te Ching, which is uh, Lao Tzu's uh, book, which is known as uh, The Book of the Way, which is a timeless guide to the art of living and fundamental to the Taoist school of Chinese philosophy. It's a collection of 81 pieces, I would call them, um, and it's insightful, dope stuff. Some some of it is either over my head or just doesn't vibe with me, uh, but some of it is just really dope. And there was two, I'm up to number 25 right now of 81, and... Uh, it's all, it's like short stuff. You could literally, even I am a fucking slowest reader. I could probably read all 81, like in an hour or something like that. If that, um, but I don't. So <laughs> I'm up to number 25 and there were two posts in particular that I was reading yesterday or a couple of days ago on the train. And, um, I think it was yesterday actually. And I wanted to share it with you guys and let me know what you guys think. So let me just open it up here. Again, the first one I'm going to read is number 10, which is definitely one of my favorites now. And it goes, can you coax your mind from its wandering and keep to the original oneness? Can you let your body become supple as a newborn child's? Can you cleanse your inner vision until you see nothing but the light? Can you love people and lead them without imposing your will? Can you deal with the most vital matters 
by letting events take their course? Can you step back from your own mind and thus understand all things? Giving birth and nourishing, having without possessing, acting with no expectations, leading and not trying to control. This is the supreme virtue. That's some deep shit right there. <laughs> that's pretty good. So that's number 10 from the Tao Te Ching. And I'm going to read the next one, which is number 17, which is really dope as well. And this one says, when the master governs, the people are hardly aware that he exists. Next best is a leader who is loved. Next, one who is feared. The worst is one who is despised. If you don't trust the people, you make them untrustworthy. The master doesn't talk, he acts. When his work is done, the people say, Amazing, we did it all by ourselves. That was interesting on a couple different levels. And I really like that one as well. Uh, check that out. Let me know what you guys think about those two uh, specifically. Uh, Dao De Ching, post number 10 and number 17. I'm sure you guys, if you guys you know have it, obviously you can uh, read it. If not, Google it. I'm sure it's uh, readily available online as well. And that's pretty much it that I got for you guys today in terms of like intro stuff. And now, without further ado, any of you guys are excited, let's read a couple of free writing posts written by yours truly. And uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, if you want to read along, go to spontaneity.com forward slash free writing. Like I said earlier, these are more recent posts um, or pieces that I've written. You know, I've been reading stuff from like up to two to three years ago that I wrote and decided to put on the website now, you know, mainly because I didn't have a website to it three years ago, <laughs> but, um, that was pretty much starting with older shit. And, um, and I wrote these fairly recently, literally on one of them was written on November 1st and the other one on October 30th of this year, 2015. And I don't know, I just felt like sharing these. And not necessarily going in the same order that I was going in with um, pulling stuff out from older notebooks that I have. And let me know what you guys think. The first one, again, is uh, like the blog post date is November 1st, 2015 for both of them. And the first one I'm going to start with begins with and continues as. I won't pretend to know how to solve problems that are so layered, rooted, and intertwined that sometimes the wrong answer is the right and vice versa. But not knowing the answer can't be an acceptable result. This is the point in time where even more attention to detail is needed. Where a thorough breakdown of the issues are required. Put the foreseeable necessary band-aids in place and add a few more down the line as needed and begin to unravel the issues enough to compartmentalize them into dissectable and manageable sections. Now you have digestible issues, albeit many in quantity, that you can begin to work on. It's a starting point that if executed discerningly, can lead to a systemic correction of the issues. When all is put back together, you should be in a better place than where you initially started from. But if not, rinse, wash, and repeat until you are. And I wrote that on Friday, August 30th, 2015 at 7.49 a.m., now, I don't remember exactly what I was watching. Um, 
but I was watching something after I, um, before I wrote this, and it was, you know, something to having to do with the military in the Middle East and, you know, drones and policy. Oh, it was one of the debates actually. It was the I think it was like the third Republican uh, debate which I caught um portions of because it was, it was during uh, one of the Mets games and I was primarily watching that and then you know like flipping back and forth and I caught uh, a couple pieces of it which by the way on a quick tangent the part that stood out about that debate or the you know from what I saw the most to me was uh Chris Christie actually flip out in an interesting way not flip out but um one of the the moderator's questions were to a few of the the candidates um what they think of sites like FanDuel and and um what's the other one DraftKings and stuff like that where you can like gamble pretty much online now legally um when playing fantasy sports and if I'm not mistaken the loophole is that it's a game of strategy um not just blind gambling um, like cards and stuff like that, um, which, you know, you can make an argument that, you know, poker, poker and blackjack and stuff like that have strategy elements in them. Um, but whatever, um, you can, you know, legally, you know, bet money and win money now, you know, nationwide or whatever. There's no like ban on it or anything like that. And it's one of the questions that were asked to the candidates. And after like one or two of them answered, um, Chris Christie chimes in and he's like, are you serious? You're asking a question about fantasy football. We have ISIS, we have Iran, we have the economy to worry about. We have this and that, and, you know, uh, rattled off, you know, a few, uh, the big issues, uh, real issues that are going on and says, and you're asking us about fantasy football. Are you serious right now? Let's talk about the real issues. Let's talk about blah, 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 which is pretty dope that he did that. I, I commend that. And I agree. And he, and he was like, who cares about fantasy football? Let them play, let them do whatever they want. Let's focus on the real issues. Some shit like that. He said, which is pretty cool. So I'll give him that one. It was refreshing to hear that from from the right or someone on the right. Um, that type of of shit. My bad, guys. I had to switch out the batteries in the uh, MP3 player, which were running low. I didn't want to lose that portion of the episode, which I had already recorded. And I uh, stopped the uh, recording real quick so I could switch out the batteries. Okay, so... Yeah, uh, back to what I was saying. So I wrote this after watching that and just thinking about like, you know, really convoluted, hairy problems that, you know, like that, like the situation in the Middle East, which is, you know, people have been saying peace in the Middle East since fucking what, 60s, 70s, I don't even know, Um, but for decades and it's like an, you know, unfixable issue. To the point that some people are just like, just nuke the whole shit, you know, get rid of them all, start over, <laughs> which is really fucked up. Uh, I shouldn't laugh at that. Um, uh, but that just goes to show how like convoluted and, and and fucked up the shit is, and it just never changes. It's always the same shit, you know. Everybody's just fucking killing each other and shit over there, and it's nuts. And you know, our foreign policy obviously doesn't work, like. You know, it's been, what, like, fucking 40, 50 years of trying to fix the shit. And, you know, maybe it's not ours to fix. Now, you know, Russia's dabbling in, 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 I think, Syria now. And is it Syria? I don't know. But they're dabbling in, you know, trying to fix shit over there now as well, which is an interesting play. Um, You know, trying to... Uh, save face i guess and you know the global political view um but whatever you know we've been trying so long you know let somebody else give it a whirl and and you know see what they could come up with let or and or let the rest of the world hate them for a change um 
but yeah, I was just, I don't know. I was just thinking about, you know, big, huge problems like that. And then started writing this and, you know, free writing about just problems in general. And I think it's in, I'm, I know it's an approach that I use for, for things, um, which kind of seems sometimes like a, like a l- long way to go about it. But I think it's effective. It's been effective for me in terms of uh, my work, um, both, uh, you know, my, you know, like nine to five work and uh, this type of shit, you know, like podcasting and writing and and uh, just compartmentalizing and breaking things down. Like, uh, you know, let me learn how to use lips and and figure out what that's about and then after that let me learn how to incorporate that into my website and then let me learn how to use the mailchimp uh you know uh newsletter subscription service and then integrate that into my website and uh you know do everything separately and learn everything separately and then bring it all together um to make it work and you know dealing with itunes dealing with stitcher dealing with the other podcatchers and just you know learning each like different platform separately and like i said it works for me in my nine to five it works for me in like this type of thing um and i don't know if it could work on a small scale can it scale up to you know big huge hairy issues like like those in the middle east which obviously would probably take years and years of unpacking and unraveling and and um, compartmentalizing but um you know we're spending fucking decades on the situation anyway so why not spend the next couple decades that it would take to fix it by just focusing on small incremental gains to the overall better big picture down the line i guess um would be like a utopian kind of view to the situation but why not um so yeah that's where that the idea for that post came from and i just started free writing about it and then thinking about it um from like that you know global big you know huge issue sense and seeing how that kind of like applied to my way of thinking and how i you know at least try to handle shit in my own life and found that interesting correlation And the right, folks, I got one more for your asses before I let you go uh, for this episode. And that is the next post, which is also posted on November 1st, 2015. And it states, oh, this is the first post, actually, that's posted on the same exact date that it was written. Interesting. Um, okay. And it goes, there are different levels of reality. You know how they say perception is reality? That's one. Another level, or layer, if you will, would be that intent is reality. The true intent of one's actions or inactions. Sometimes shrouded in doubt, hesitation, fear, and or shame, lies how you really wanted to act, how you really wanted to be. That layer of reality that is known to you and often to you alone, that intent behind committing a crime, uh, what is that? Let me backtrack a little bit. That layer of reality, that is, that layer of reality that is known to you and often to you alone. The intent behind committing a crime usually translates into adding a degree or two to a sentence. Yet positive intent translates into a void of what could have been. How do we make it so that our positive intent becomes our reality? Let's focus on those resistant factors that don't allow our intent to permeate into the realm of perception. Take yourself out of the equation objectively and make your decisions and subsequently your actions Echo the sentiment of your intent. Let's change ourselves in this way, and in doing so, do our part in changing the world. Very fucking worldly lately. You know what's up with that? 
Um, so yeah, I was just thinking of of like that concept, how you know perception is reality, and how you know you are a not a reflection, but you are your actions. You know, not necessarily what you intend to do or want to do or the point you want to get across you are the point that you do get across um and it's happened to me i would say for the majority of my life it's like i'm a you know like quiet introverted person i like think and feel and want to say certain things but i don't and other people interpret that you know shyness for cockiness sometimes and um you know lack of of engagement for lack of caring and it could be you know in most of the situations it's like the exact opposite and it's interesting how those in my opinion are like two levels of reality and unfortunately the reality that is actually um you know has a direct effect on your life and the people around you that you care about and um i guess how you progress throughout your life is the the former you know it's the perception of reality that's what counts in many ways and um the goal i guess with not goal but whatever the goal i guess with this piece is to highlight that fact and point out both to myself and to others that you know might go through the same thing at you know different parts or stages in their life is to kind of like I, I said there and part of it which is take yourself out of the equation objectively and make your decisions and subsequently your actions echo the sentiment of your intent so take yourself out of it tell yourself okay in this situation the way i know i want to react is like this and like that i know i want to say this Uh, i know i want to do that so instead of you know sitting back and not doing anything about it or not saying what's on my mind or not you know going the extra mile and um you know helping the lady with the stroller up the stairs because I'm fucking too shy to engage with a stranger or something like that. Um, you know, anything, you know, for something trivial like that to, um, bigger things in your life. Take yourself out of it, get out of your own way and trust in that intent, trust in that gut feeling and, go with it try it that way for a while and see that how see how that helps change your life and the life of the people around you and it's going to be in like little concentric how do you say concentric circles little concentric ripples of circles that are going to permeate you know different levels and layers from you in the center to the other people all around you in your life and then it'll keep expanding you know from them doing the same things and so on and so forth and eventually like i said in my grandiose way begin to change the world and that's all folks that's all i got for you this episode number 33 of the spun today podcast again i'm your host tony ortiz Thank you very much for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. I hope you guys got something from it. Not necessarily just from my shit, like the stuff that I wrote, but um, all the other cool stuff that I mentioned that I stumbled upon that I thought that you guys might find interesting, such as the reset.me website, uh, the documentary, the Sacred Science uh, documentary, uh, the movie Chinatown, the Tao Te Ching, uh, by Lao Tzu, that cool YouTube channel, Top 10 Rules for Success from a shitload of successful people, which again is Evan Carmichael's YouTube channel. And 
that's pretty much it folks to uh help support the podcast you guys can do so by rating and reviewing it and subscribing to it on uh itunes stitcher uh you can listen on pocket casts which is another podcatcher um on where else um and that's like the best main way that you guys can help out if um, you choose to i would really appreciate it it helps the podcast gain exposure and you know different people read reviews and stuff like that and base their listening choices uh largely on that so it would help out if you guys uh, can rate and review the podcast on itunes and or stitcher and you know just tell friends and family about it and co-workers and shit like that you know it's something to to listen to the past past the time at work that's what you know i do with a lot of the podcasts that i listen to put your earbuds in and you know go on about your day and and you know listen to shit you know people put you on to different things i learn i learn and hear about a lot of different things from a lot of different podcasts that i listen to from different books that i watch the documentaries to movies and shit like that and uh similar to like all the stuff that i went over uh in this episode with you guys what else? You can uh, support the podcast financially uh, by checking out that website that I told you guys about earlier, uh, created.com forward slash spun today. And you guys can uh, pr- purchase uh, prints of my photography on there. Um, you can also do so by just shopping on Amazon or iTunes. Um, and it doesn't cost you anything extra. Just visit my website before you visit Amazon or iTunes to do your shopping like you normally do. And uh, click on the affiliate links tab. And there you're going to see banners to Amazon and iTunes and stuff like that. Just click on them. It'll take you to those websites directly. And um, it doesn't cost you anything extra to just do your shopping like normal. And then just for going through the portal on my website, Amazon and iTunes will kick me back a couple pennies on the dollar uh, just for driving traffic to their website. And that uh, would be a big help for the podcast as well. And I would really appreciate it. And uh, what else can you guys do? Oh, uh, check out the questionnaire on my website. This is a questionnaire for anybody who is, uh, I guess, the creative type or just has a hobby that you want to share share uh, with me and, and with uh, other listeners of the podcast. It could be anything, anything you're fucking into. It's a uh, quick five questions. It's a free text field. Uh, you can remain anonymous if you'd like. Uh, But what I do with these is that I read your uh, responses to the five questions on uh, uh, other episodes of the the podcast, uh, future episodes of the podcast. And it's pretty cool. You share share tips with each other and um, uh, you learn things about other people's processes and stuff like that, whether it's writing or, or painting or whatever it is that you're into, it doesn't matter. And uh, the questions real quick are relating. The first one is relating to your craft. Do you remember the first thing that you ever wrote or created? Second question is what inspires you to write or create? The third question is what is a hobby that you have that is unrelated to your craft? Uh, The fourth question is how do you get yourself to sit down and do your work when you're not motivated to? And lastly, do you have any advice for other writers or creators, whether they're new, seasoned, or otherwise? And you have the option there to remain anonymous if you want to. And if not, um, you know, all I'll be saying is like your name or something like that. So uh, if you guys want to fill that out, you can do so at spontaneity.com forward slash questionnaire. And uh, let me know what you guys think. What else? I told you guys about the photos. Uh, rate and review the podcast you can listen like i said on a few different platforms like itunes stitcher pocket casts you can listen on my website at sponsor.com forward slash podcast you can listen on tumblr spuntodaypodcast.tumblr.com and you can listen on youtube as well there's a link to my youtube page on my website and, you know, like the Facebook fan page, facebook.com forward slash spun today. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Instagram at spun today. And sign up, subscribe to my newsletter, which is located on my website, as well as on my Facebook page. 
and I will hit you guys up whenever there's a new podcast episode that comes out or whenever there's a new short story that I publish on the site. And that's all, folks. I'll check you guys out in another couple of weeks for the next episode of the Sponsor Day podcast. And until then, substitute the mysticism with hard work and start taking steps in the general direction of your dreams. Thanks for listening.